Welcome to another episode of the Quest for New Inspiration. My name is Katie Mashler, and I am excited to share this inspirational episode with you. Today's guest is Heather Hester. She is the founder of Chrysalis Mama, as well as the host of the podcast, Just Breathe, Parenting Your LGBTQ Teen. We discuss her journey with her son, as well as how to embrace, educate, and empower any LGBTQ teen. I hope this episode and Heather's story inspires you as much as it's inspired me. Hi, uh, my name is Heather Hester, and I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, I I always have a hard time kind of putting into one sentence what I do, but I am the founder of uh, Chrysalis Mama and the creator of the podcast Just Breathe, Parenting Your LGBTQ Teen. And um, I am also a uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion speaker, speaking specifically to companies about LGBTQ issues. Um, and I coach parents. So it, there's a lot of a lot of different things that I do. That's awesome. Well, uh, clearly that has to start with a passion somewhere. Where did that start for you? What kind of inspired this kind of career path for you? That is a great question. Um, so, yes, this is not something that I, you know, just started doing 20 years ago. Um, this started when my son, my I have four kids, um, when my oldest, who was 16 at the time, came out as gay. And um, we did not see it coming. We were absolutely blown away. Um, and kind of simultaneously like, okay, like, what, what do we do? Right. <laughs> like, how, how do we support this kid? And so at the time he was 16, then I had a 13, 11 and nine year old. So they were, you know, pretty, as far as like developmentally, like a pretty developmentally different stages. Yeah. And, um, he really, really struggled, um, with coming out. And, um, with the idea of being gay and what does that mean? And, um, for him and, and then kind of in the greater, um, greater picture, um, I grew up in a very, um, smaller town, very conservative family, um, very conservative Christian family. And he knew how, you know, what my family believed. Now, we had my husband and I had raised our kids very differently. Um, but still, you know, there was there was that connection, yeah. right? And so and and um I will tell you the first thing when he came out to me, the first thing I thought was my kid can't go to hell. Like that cannot possibly be something that's going to happen. Like that can't be true. How can that be true? Right. But that's what I had been told my whole life, right? That it's you know, it's a sin. He's anybody who's gay is going to hell. And so that was kind of my first order of business. Like after like, what kind of supports do you need? Then it was, I have to figure this out. And so I just started talking to different people and, um, through those people led me to, you know, introducing me to other people and books and, and no, in fact, that is not true. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I, I was, I mean, I literally like remember reading the first book and being like blown away by what I learned and what I read. And I was just like, why don't more people know this? Um, so yeah, so then it was definitely just this, you know, we, not only was it that it was, we, he really struggled with substance use issues. He struggled with anxiety and depression, extreme anxiety and depression. And so it was just like this constant learning curve of how do we support this kid, right? How do we get him what he needs and where do we find this? And so after about a year and a half, I was like, okay, this is insane what we've been through and no family should have to go through this. So that's when I kind of started doing what I do. And that was almost six years ago. Um, It was almost six years ago that he came out. So four and a half years ago, whatever, that I started doing all of this work. So yes, that's how I got here. So explain to me what exactly, not just coaching the parents, but when you go into like either like an organization, what exactly, where do you start? What exactly are you doing when you get? Such a good question. Um, So a couple different things uh, that seem to be what people ask for. Um, One is um kind of walking people through how to support their child when they come out. So I have just my like what I've figured out over time or like the, you know, because people like numbers. So it's like, you know, the 10 things that you should do when your child comes out, right? And the one thing you shouldn't, um, because it's it it sticks in our brains better that way, right? Yeah. But um so I I do a lot on that. The other thing I talk a lot on um is actually like the language of LGBTQIA. So, um, that's, I mean, even it, it's evolving and changing all the time, but there's so much that people don't understand around pronouns and gender and yeah. what do words mean? And which is completely understandable. But I think uh, there's a big piece of fear that goes with that. And so it's really kind of a lot, like half of the work is really like, don't be afraid to ask questions. If you're, asking questions in the spirit of being curious um, and not judgmental, then, you know, whomever you're asking the questions of is is happy that you want to know, right? Yeah. I'll help walk through it. Preach. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So what if, what's kind of, I guess, the biggest challenge that you've kind of come across with your work, whether that be like recently and during this like time or just in general? Mm. Um, so challenge like specific to my work or challenge and um, kind of the whole process with my son? Probably, yeah, both. And then a little bit connection. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll start with my son because I'd have him first. Um, with... With him, we um, found our place ourselves in a place of, like, in the course of that kind of first six to eight months after he came out, he just spiraled so quickly, and we could not seem to like figure out how to to support him, and um, and we just couldn't like learn fast enough. Like he was always just like six steps ahead of us, you know. We'd like feel like we figured something out, then we'd be like, oh my gosh, no, we, we didn't. And it's worse. And, um, 
and we got to this place where he was um experimenting first of all substances but second of all on really really dangerous apps um and um and then uh he we had a suicide attempt and at that point um we were like okay like we've got to do something big um and so we ended up having to um we live in north of chicago and we found this really lovely therapeutic um residential like boarding school in california that we sent him to um because he needed to be away from here because he was physically in danger um and he was causing physical <laughs> harm yeah. to himself yeah. so that was really incredibly challenging um for a million reasons mm-hmm. um but you know and i can talk about all of this now because he, he's doing very well and this was a great learning experience for him as well as for us um so 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 grateful for that as far as my business i will say one of the biggest challenges for me has been i started this out as very much just like a passion project it was I just want to get information out there for people that's available. So, you know, my website was literally just resources and blogs and, you know, then I started the podcast. And again, like that, just putting that out there, like as much information I could get as I could out there. And um, about a year and a half ago, I realized this is, I could turn this into a business. It's kind of cool. Uh, how do I do this? Right. <laughs> And I, the, I think one of my biggest challenges has been how do you shift something into a business that has been strictly a passion project? And, um, and really for me, kind of overcoming that, like, but everybody should have this information, right? So real, you know, realizing that all of my podcast stuff is always going to be there, right? That's yeah. always available. My website is always going to be available. And then I'll have things that will be you know, that you will pay for, right? That are products or services that, um, that will be part of the business end. So that was really challenging for me to kind of like make that mental switch of like, oh, this is what we're going to do. I can do both. (laughs) Yes. That is always like, even with just this podcast alone, it's been very difficult to step outside of just like, oh, this is, I can actually make money with it versus just be like a, passion project that I just journal with a podcast mic. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. I mean, it is such like a mind shift thing or mindset shift where you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize this whole other world was out here or this whole, you know, demand for, you know, information and support was even, you know, here in this way. Right. So it's fun. Yes. Well, I love the word mindset. So give me a kind of last piece of advice on both mindsets here, whether it's someone who is struggling to come out and doesn't really know what people's mindsets might be or their own mindset or advice for like a parent whose child just came out and they're struggling with their own mindset. What kind of advice do you have for that? 
Well, that is really good. It's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> how much time do you have? Um, well, two totally different things. I mean, I, I guess this very simple answer to that is for someone who is thinking about coming out and kind of struggling with that. Like, do I, do I not? Um, I, in my experience in working with people, it has been coming, kind of staying true to who you are authentically. Like once you realize who that person is, stepping out as that person and staying connected to that person, as difficult as it may be in all these other surrounding ways, it will give you so much strength to to be your authentic self, right? To kind of shift into that, like, this is who I am and kind of move forward and then kind of take on what's coming at you, um, which can be extraordinarily difficult. Um, on the flip side, you may also be surprised, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it can happen all, all different ways. Um, as far as for a parent, um, you know, the, again, the short, easy answer for this is, um, be grateful that your child had the courage to let you know, to tell you, because that's a gift. And all of this, your stuff, which we all have our stuff, um, is yours and you are very capable of working through that. And, um, and really the bottom line is you don't have to know, you know, magic words or magic phrases to say or have all the answers. All you need to give your child, especially when they first come out, is you know, that they know that you love them no matter what, that there is that unconditional love there and that it's going to be messy and, but you're there to wa- help them walk through the messiness. So that gave me chills. I love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time today. That was amazing. You're welcome. It was my pleasure. It was so much fun being well, here. If anybody wanted to learn more about your services or connect with you, where can they go? They can go to my website, which is chrysalismama.com. Um, and I can do me spell that for you. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, <laughs> because it's I in my I know it's a pain. Um it's C H R Y S A L I S M A M A dot com. And then um you can reach me directly by emailing me, which is H H at chrysalismama dot com. I will definitely put those in the show notes as well for those of you mm-hmm. dyslexic folk like myself. but other than that yes thank you so much you are welcome and that is it for this week's episode i hope this episode inspired you as much as it inspired me make sure to stay tuned for new episodes coming every tuesday and make sure you follow us along at quest for new inspiration on instagram thank you so much for tuning in